Today, we explored dinosaurs. Did they really go extinct or are they living among us today? Hiding. Is someone you know secretly a dinosaur? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Poncho Section Podcast. Today, Mike and myself are going to be discussing Harry Potter. This comes right at the release of the new book, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Please enjoy. Right now, I just went to that Pottermore website. Yeah. Which I don't really, I haven't really gone to. I've just heard, I've heard a little bit about it, but I see there's a sorting hat. Have you ever done that, the sorting hat? I have not done it through Pottermore. I think I did it through like BuzzFeed or something like that. Oh, well, that's, that's that doesn't count though. Yeah. And, uh, and total offense to BuzzFeed because fuck BuzzFeed. I hate BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> But what what house did you get? Do you remember? Both times I, I did it. I've taken the test a few times, and I've gotten like Gryffindor. And I think one time I may got I maybe got Hufflepuff. I got Hufflepuff. I always get Hufflepuff, and I don't know what that Hufflepuff. Means. What is what what defines a Hufflepuff? See, you you're more familiar because you've read the books more mm-hmm. recently than I have. So a Hufflepuff, it seems, is just kind of like the friendly stoners. Yeah, that that that's why I, I yeah. probably got sorted there. The the chilling in herbology. Yeah. Chilling <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But but people like the, the Hufflepuffs, right? They're like. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody would necessarily hate them. They're like Sweden. Uh, Switzerland. Switzerland. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're like they're, Switzerland. Right. No one cares. Yeah. Whereas Slytherin is like the. They're like Nazi Germany. Yeah, well, they kind of have. Well, you know, Malfoy kind of reminds me of like a little Nazi because he's got like, <laughs> the blonde hair and everything, yeah. right? I mean, I think that's a little bit. That's what you're supposed to. I don't know. That's what you're supposed to think. Maybe is that what she's? Is that what her original intention was? Um, I mean, I don't want to speak for her, but I think I think that was like kind of the idea behind like like the Slytherin kind of style, where it's like they're all about pure bloods and yeah, and, and that and that kind of thing. I feel like J.K. Rowling would would come out with a statement about that. It seems like she always has a statement, like every every few months, like, "Hey, did you forget about Harry Potter? Yeah. Well, let me tell you about this little thing that you might have not remembered from the books, or something, or just something completely that'll throw people off. But, like, oh, I always thought Dumbledore was gay, and everyone's yeah. like, what? Yeah, that wasn't in the book. Well, funny enough." Relating to Hufflepuff, I think yeah. somebody asked her once, like, what are the, what goes on in, in like, Hogwarts about, like, sex ed? Do they have, like, a health class and whatever? Yeah. And I think she said that they don't have anything like that. It's they're more conservative when it comes to, like, sex-related stuff. Yeah. And that Hufflepuff would be the kids who would be out having orgies with everybody else. The Hufflepuffs? Hufflepuffs apparently get it on. Really? Because it is still a kid's book. Yes. So there are certain things that I just kind of, I, I always <laughs> figure like there's like a line, like you see that even, you know, they, Ron and Hermione make out, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay. And then one day they get married. Yeah. But you don't, but there's nothing crazy. There's no craziness going on. Like they don't get heavy into drugs. They don't, <laughs> <laughs> like, they, there's nothing like that. It's a kid's book. Nobody, so, nobody goes through uh, like a weed phase. Yeah, well, maybe that. maybe wizards and witches like have yeah. their own thing that maybe. we don't know about. That's like that's keeping a secret. That'd be that'd be interesting. See, it would be interesting if there was like an adult 
version, like an adult counterpart version to the books. That yeah, that would that had more like behind the scenes. Maybe she get on that. Like yeah, I'm sure she will. Like because she, I feel like she gets bored and she needs to still be relevant. Well, I get kind of annoyed with her to be honest. Really? I yeah, because she just constantly with this stuff. Like we, the, it's I over. love her. It's over. Like I, I it's. I understand there's now there's the Harry Potter world and mm-hmm. Orlando and there's all these things that come along with it. But, you know, I feel like she's close to writing like a whole new series of, well, now we have the play, right? The play yeah. is called the Harry Cursed Potter Child? and the Cursed Child, which uh, we're recording this on Friday, July 29th. Yes. And that comes out. July 31st. Yes. Harry Potter's birthday. Harry Potter's birthday. And it's... Yeah, so it comes out this this Sunday, which they're probably going to be like a midnight type deal at Barnes & Noble where people can go and get... Oh, yeah. Did you ever go to any of those? So, funny enough, I got into the books way later in life. Hmm. Yeah. I got started reading them last June. Yeah. So I'm 27 now. I was 20. Yeah, I was still. Wait, what was I? So that, that was the first time you would ever pick them up. Yep. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was 26 at the time, right? Yeah. yeah. That I can do math. Yeah, I was 26. I just came home from Universal, going to Harry Potter World. I went with oh, my okay. best friend, and I real I like I always liked Harry Potter. It was always something that was like. I, I went to the, all the movies with, with right. my friends and just, I grew, we grew up with that, but I just, I don't know. I was never somebody that enjoyed reading as much. Yeah. And then eventually he was like, you got to read these books. Cause I, mainly I think just cause I kept bugging him about like, Oh, what's, what's this and what's that? Cause he really liked it. So he sent me all the, the books uh, digitally and. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And I read through them all and yeah, I, on the, on the iPad. Actually, I, I would read it on my phone, which yeah. is well. That's that's a conversation it, for another. Podcast. Yeah, but um, I I absolutely love these books. These books have changed everything when it comes for me when it comes to reading. Mm-hmm. I thank you, J.K. Thank you, thank you, thank you for well, writing these books because they're I love them. They're so wonderful. It's this incredible world. This really great story. Yeah. And I just, I fell in love with everybody in the books and, and everything yeah. about it, which is why I wanted to, to talk about that today. Well, yeah, I mean, that that's what, what happened to me when I was a kid when I first started reading books because mm-hmm. I wasn't a reader. I'm still really not a reader today. Um, I'm sure my girlfriend can vouch for that. But I just, yeah, I mean, it's it's something that, yeah, you just got like roped into it. It was such a big phenomenon. I got the first book. My aunt got it for me. I was, I think I was 11. And yeah, I got the Sorcerer's Stone, which is the Philosopher's Stone. If yes. England, which I don't, I still don't understand why it's a different title. I think it had something to do with their, their meaning of like those words. I yeah. guess they're more familiar with Philosopher or something. I don't know. And Philosopher, like Americans would freak out and be like, what the hell is this? I don't I'm know. Not, this damn Philosopher shit. I'm not <laughs> letting my kids read this. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It got me right away, and I I remember getting I getting through them pretty quickly. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, they're they're long, but they're not like when you, especially now. If you look at them, they're the print's very big, mm-hmm. and you talk to people, and some people are saying, "Oh, J.K. Rowling's not a great writer; she's a great storyteller." 
And to me, I feel like if you're a great storyteller, then you're a great writer. That's yeah. how I see it. I'm not a nitpicky person. Right. I'm not. I try not to be a pretentious person. Mm-hmm. Pre- uh, pretentious person. So you know, I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's great storytelling. Mm-hmm. And and whatever it was, whatever it is, roped me in. And and I liked him so much that you know I was part of that world. And by the time the movies came around, I was actually upset. Really, I didn't want to see a movie because. It was like the first time, when I was a kid, I had a really wild imagination and I was really, and I, and I loved watching TV, but I think when I read something like that, like my imagination ran wild and I had created a vision for myself and I was afraid if I saw the movies that that would be ruined. Right. That that would kind of strip it away. And, and in a way I was kind of right, but, but I, I will say when I ultimately did get around to, to seeing the movie, when I when I came around mm-hmm. from that first movie, uh, I, I mean, I loved it. And, and I think looking back on it today, if I were to rewatch them, I think I would still like the first, the first and the second movies I like the best. Really? Because I think, yeah, because I think they, they capture the, I think they capture that world the best. They, even though some people argue that it was too like childish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, to me, it kind of had that that silliness to it that I liked. I like the other movies too. I think they're all good. I think maybe there was like one or two, maybe that were like slightly weaker. Yeah. But I think also the problem is as you got further along in the movie series, there was so much that you had to cut out because the books got yeah. so much longer. And I think with those first two, with those first two movies, they there were certain things they cut out, but they did a pretty good job. Of keeping most of it in, at least everything that's essential. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah. I mean, it was just kind of, and then that became a thing for me. Was once once uh, the movie started coming out, then I was anticipating the movies and started going to see them on like the opening nights. Yep. Like it became it became a whole thing. But I was never a, a midnight like book release person. I could never. That was like where I drew the right. line. I wasn't gonna go wear like my Harry Potter glasses and have a wand and I'm just. <laughs> I couldn't be that yeah. person. I was a I was a midnight Harry Potter person, but not not dressing up. We would mm-hmm. be with the people who dressed up, but we were. I was not one of those people. But um, yeah, no. What I, I, what I definitely noticed the books as well as the movies. They as they progressed, they each one got a bit more and more mature. Yeah, and each of them got more adult kind of oriented in. I would say their themes because the beginning is kind of this fanciful, wonderful world, and not that. That wonderful world changed or well, it got yeah. worse, but it got more adult. There was death involved. There was love and loss, stuff like that. That Yeah, I mean, there's... there's concepts like that. There's concepts of uh, depression. That, that's what the... Um, I mean, there, oh, yeah, there no. are real themes with the Dementors. You're the talking? Dementors, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Dementors soul, are right? based on... That's the, the, the theme of depression. Yeah, no, I mean, it definitely has a lot of adult themes mm-hmm. in there, and it, it's... Yeah, I mean it's it's really interesting, um, but yeah, I mean the first the first book I guess more kind of is that kind of excitement of like he's a wizard, yeah, he, he has powers, he gets to go to this cool school, and he's got friends, he's got mm-hmm. redheaded friend, <laughs> and he has like this guy who's kind of a dick, but you know everyone's got a bully and <laughs> and but then it get yeah then it progresses. Yeah. Well, I think the the probably the first book has like. It seems with everybody that I've spoken with that has like a special like part in everybody's heart. Like it's yeah. just that's when we first were introduced to this wonderful world. I mean, 
I can't say myself because I saw the movies first, but when I started reading the books, it was still like a welcome to this wonderful place. Because like you said, they, the movies did cut out some things here and there, and the books just were much more rich of a, of a universe and, and an environment. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's, and I guess that's really the case with most books translated into movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just thinking, I remember when I when I first started reading them and saw the character names, you know, Harry, Ron, I, you know, easy and easy enough to understand. Yep. But Hermione, but <laughs> I didn't. That was not the name that when I read that I wasn't yeah. like Hermione. In my mind, it was I think it was Hermione. Hermione. I think that's what I came. I've then, heard a combo. I've heard like a combination of like Hermione. I've heard Hermione. Hermione. No, no. Well, Hermione. I like that actually. <laughs> I think that should have been the name. But um, no, I remember talking to a classmate when I, when I was a kid and saying Hermione, and he said to me, he "Goes, it's not Hermione. It's Hermione." <laughs> <laughs> And we were all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just a little side thing. Yeah. What, I, what I thought was interesting was um, because I came into this late, mm-hmm. in my mind, the people who were in the movies were, were the characters. Like you said, you had uh, a big imagination when you were younger and you were able to create these characters in your mind. Yeah. For me... Alan Rickman was always Snape. Yeah. No. Which I think is why I was like... He he died around the time that Bowie died, and I, so same, even though I think I'm, it was the same day, wasn't it? it or, or maybe like it was two like, days apart. It was like yeah, a few days apart. And I even though I'm in the music industry, I was like more upset with Alan Rickman dying because I was also towards the very end of I believe the last book. It's it's weird when someone dies too close to another big star dying mm-hmm. because everyone re- it remembers David Bowie dying, and I think Alan Rickman's death is kind of overshadowed. By David Bowie's death in a weird really? way. I mean, I, that's, that's what I think. Because, well, you also think about... Um, do you remember who died on the same day Michael Jackson died? Oh, it was um, uh, Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, but like a lot of people forget that. Yeah, I mean, because, it took me a second. Because, my, yeah, exactly. Because Michael Jackson. Like, that's it's such a mm-hmm. weird thing. But, uh, but yeah, I, I always felt that Alan Rickman was the best. He in was those he, the he perfect person for Snape. Yeah. And I just, whenever I read Snape's parts and they're, they're talking about Snape in the books, I instantly thought of Alan Rickman. Yeah. It, it's funny, I, you know, now, now I'm thinking about all the different characters and like who played them in the movies and how, and how like compared to my original vision mm-hmm. of the characters. And I remember, um, Mad-Eye Moody, uh, was Brendan Gleeson, who I really like. He's a really good actor. But he was not what I envisioned for Mad-Eye yeah. Moody at all. And that's just my own vision. I had my my version of Mad Eye was more of like a Marty Feldman type with like a big eye. Oh god! And I just have like this like I, I, <laughs> in my mind he had this like just one bulging eye and right. just like like crazy looking. And I you know, but I I loved his portrayal yeah. of Mad Eye in the movie. I thought it was great. But like it's just funny how you have that in your mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think uh, you know Daniel Radcliffe as Harry Potter was was good. Like, yeah, I, it was fine. Um, I mean, probably. I mean, most of the kids I, I really thought were pretty spot on. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I think McGonagall, I, I never thought she was that old, but maybe they mentioned that she's old. I don't remember. I think in my don't... mind I had her younger. Oh, okay. But, that, that, but again, that might have just not, that was like my own thing. It might have right. not made sense. Yeah, I don't remember if they necessarily specify age in the books, but again, I was, I already knew 
McGonagall from the movies, so I couldn't really yeah, that's the thing. speak on that. If you see it beforehand, yeah. then it kind of... The one I remember standing out as the biggest difference was uh, the description of Slughorn. Because in the books, oh, yeah. he's like this like kind of fat, ma- short man, and yeah, in the really movies, wasn't. he's kind of just a guy. Yeah, well, he's kind of doofy. In a yeah. Oh, he also had like a big mustache in the in the books. Yeah, you didn't have that in nope. the movies. Yeah, I mean, I understand they have, they have to do things for the movies, I, but and all in all, in all, they did a great job. But you know that, and it won't even be that long. But maybe I'll give it ten, eight, fifteen years. The remakes oh, are going to no. start rolling. In, I really hope and they they're going to and they're going to remake every single one. I hope they don't do. They that. will because they deal with everything. Like yeah. everything, no one, no big movie is safe. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, can you think of? I'm. I can't honestly can't think of another like book franchise or something like this that has blown up to like the level that Harry Potter has. I mean, you have nuts. Harry Potter world in, in, in Universal. You have other things. like nuts. You have plays coming out of it. The only thing It's I could, extremely unique. And yeah. it's, it's kind of crazy when you think about it in that way. How It's incredible. And it, it's reached so many people. Like, it's, Twilight didn't have that. Twilight no, had like a little thing. It was thing. like kind of like a fangirl kind of thing, really. Yeah. I would say the, the one thing that could possibly come close... I would say maybe two things would be maybe like a Star Trek and like Star Wars kind of thing. Yeah, but those aren't. But 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 more those focusing on books though. Right, those are yeah. were were already like television kind of things, and then from that that spe- spawned or spanned off spawned that moved into other kind of uh, media. But this was from a book that exploded, and then they it turned into movies, and then from yeah. there it turned into incredible. It was out of this world getting to walk around uh, Harry Potter world. Did you get like, to have a, a butterbeer? I did have a butterbeer. Was it good? I loved it. Really? Yeah. Is it is it alcoholic or no? Is it? No, they should make it alcoholic. No, I don't know. Like I don't know. No, because well, like kids can get it's it. It's so. kind of like um, like a cream soda mm-hmm. with like they have kind of like I don't know what the topping is. It's kind of like this extra froth of. Of something it's really good like that was good when we were in universal we actually got this drink which is like an unofficial universal drink you kind of have to like you would call it the deathly hallows okay which was a drink which they said that they're not legally allowed to call it like warner and this stuff but it was three drinks mm. in one and the bottom half the bottom half sorry bottom third was apple cider yeah the middle was a like a lager of some sort, and yeah. the top was a stout. Oh, interesting. And it, made, and it was awesome. I mean, that's that's really cool. I, I would, yeah. see, it I tastes would drink really that, good. You I, would, get... I would like a little bit of everything because yeah. I'm not really, I'm not usually a stout guy. Yeah. But if like a mixture like that, I, I could really. It was really good. It. I mean, but I don't know if you knew this. So we were in what in 2000 we were 11, right? In 2000 we were 11. So we should have received our. Hogwarts letters. Right. But so I heard like this it's like a fan theory. The reason we didn't receive our Hogwarts letters based on uh, when we were born. Us yeah. specifically? Us specifically, yeah. Is because during the time when Voldemort took over, they had like the whole registry of Muggleborns and they got rid of that. Wait, I don't I'm not So 
he took over in the 90s. The, 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 the book takes place in the 90s, and that's when Voldemort right. took over. Because we, we should say we should say that Harry Potter is technically born in 1980. Yes. I think so, yeah. 1980, 1980 so... He'd be 36. He'd be 36 if, if he were a real person. If he were a real person. So the reason we never received our letters... Yeah. Beyond the fact that it's not real. But the reason we never yeah. received our letters is because... When Voldemort took over, it was during the 90s. We, us being born in the 80s, yeah. he would have had access to any Muggleborns, which we were. Yeah. And therefore, he, they, his whole goal is to get rid of all Muggleborns. Okay. And so therefore, he got rid of any records of us ever existing. Oh. So, so our letters never came. So that's why. That or because we're in... America. Oh yeah, so yeah. British children. All the British children, they but got, they but, got to go to Hogwarts. Yeah. Well, you know. So we damn we it, really, Voldemort. Damn, like that, and now we got to pay out the ass in Social Security. We or we just didn't. <laughs> we just did not do very well. Our generation. No. Damn it, Voldemort. All right. Well. <laughs> so, you know, I want to check out this. I think I want to get sorted again in the Sorting Hat. And see if yeah, man, you should totally it. do that. If anything uh, changed, although to to do this on Pottermore, you have to. There's you like have to give whole, like an email, I think, right? They like yeah, it's really weird. Wait, then oh, there's also that Fantastic Beasts. I don't really know much about that. So yeah, that movie. I think so. Um, funny enough, apparently uh, Lana Lovegood, Lana Lovegood, Luna, maybe? Luna Lovegood. Sorry, Luna Lovegood ends up marrying the grandson of the guy. From, who wrote the Fantastic Beasts? Okay. I think I found that out on Pottermore. So Fantastic Beasts, the Fantastic Beasts is a book within the Harry Potter right. universe. So it's one of the books that they would be able to get from the library, and they would have to right. read for class. And I believe the story is the author of that book, and he's from America. Oh, oh, so wait, so the oh, so the movie is about the the author of that. Book. Oh wow! So this is a whole nother thing. Yeah, kind of kind of messes with my head a little bit because there's no book about that guy writing the right. book. I don't believe <laughs> right. I don't believe that there is a book about that. Jeez, does, but does J.K. Rowling? I guess she has some kind of part in it. I'm sure she. I, yeah, pro- she's probably most a consultant likely. or yeah. something. I know that she will sometimes um, respond to tweets and stuff like that. Well, so what's up? Well, well, no, I, I'm just looking to see about the uh, the guy who was the uh, scripts, the script writer or supervisor, David Hyman. Oh, no, he's a producer. I can look this up later. All right. But I, I'm just curious to see uh, who did this, who who was like the, who wrote the screenplay. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh- well, first off, before I go into the, her tweets, mm-hmm. um, I do want to say that she, I think she's a total badass because I heard this whole story where um, Stephen Fry, he does the narration of the books uh, for the audiobooks. Yeah. Uh, and he's done it for all of them. So apparently you do not want to get on her bad side. Yeah. Apparently he was doing the, he did the voice for the audiobooks in for the first book. Yeah. And she met him and she said that she's like, Oh, I'm working on my second book. And he apparently was like kind of rude to her and said, Oh, that's good for you, or something like that. So she remembered that and she remembered that he had an issue with saying 
she had a line in the in the first book where she, somebody grabbed something and then he pocketed it, yeah. meaning placing it, the item into someone's pocket. So pocketed it. Okay. And apparently Stephen Fry had a a real a really hard time saying that word. Yeah. So she made sure that in every single book after she put that word some put that phrase in her books, so that he would have a tr- troubles <laughs> saying oh that gosh. for the audiobooks. That's brutal. That's I was like, that is awesome. That's like, but yeah, that is cool. That's super vindictive, <laughs> though. That's like that is badass. Yeah, no, I, I can I can totally respect that. But yeah, so from what I've seen, she sometimes will respond to tweets. Okay. And I have after reading all the books, and I I would have like these questions of like, oh, why is why is this like this, and why is that like that? I mean, and you I should tweet it. Well, that's the thing. Like, I feel like these questions are a little too long to be tweeted at. So I want to use this as a, okay, so a can, form to do that. So you can condense it? Yeah. Okay. And with this, I, I don't want it to come off that I'm picking at the books or making fun of the books. Yeah. I want to go in with saying that I loved these books. These books changed my life when it comes to, to reading and, and, and literature. They It was... I had an amazing time reading these books. I love the world that she created. I love the stories. I love the characters. I love everything about it. Right. This, my like questions about it is just me being a nerd and me loving this story and me wanting to just be like, well, why is this like this? The, regardless of whatever the answer is, I'm going to still love these books. You, I mean, you don't have to even put a disclaimer because people write so so many horrible things. I'm sure every day she yeah. like, wakes up and sees like, you suck. You suck. I mean, there are probably people yeah. call her like horrible. I'm things sure there's people that say terrible things, but I want her to know that I loved these books, and I, I'm saying this like she's gonna ever hear it. But <laughs> I want it to be out there that I love these books. Yeah, I mean, she's amazing. she's a listener to this podcast. I know that. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, she's one of our top subscribers. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, thanks, J.K. Mm-hmm. But so I have like a whole list of, of kind of questions and. I don't know if you say plot holes, but like just questions about the the whole wizarding world. Right. Um, and the first one is why do the wizards in Harry Potter celebrate Christmas and Easter? Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. the The reason I ask is because you don't ever see him going to church. Well, the reason, maybe, kind <laughs> of, yeah. The, the kind of the reason I ask is because Christmas and Easter are uh, Christian holidays, right? Yeah. And Historically, Christians have burnt witches and they've yeah. attacked these the witches and whatever. I mean, even today, there's uh, tribes in Africa that are unfortunately burning their children because U.S. evangelicals went over and taught them about Jesus. So there's historically and even today, because of this religion, people who are quote unquote were witches yeah. suffered. Yeah. So in my head, it doesn't make any sense why you would celebrate a holiday of a certain group of people who have harmed you. Mm-hmm. I can understand, and of course, I understand like the purpose of using it in, in a book. Like yeah. it's it's used as a literary device to show time and where we are in a book. And I understand that she wrote these books for her children, so right. I, I get it all on that level. Yeah, and I could guess I could understand if it was that they're celebrating the winter solstice or the spring equinox. Like yeah. that's what those that's what Christmas and Easter were. They were traditionally pagan holidays. Christmas being the winter solstice, 
and Easter being the spring equinox. I can understand if they used it in that kind of sense. Yeah. But then why didn't you would think then just call it winter solstice and spring equinox if yep. you were to distance yourself from the the religious side of it. I, I, it doesn't I, make sense to me. If I were to answer for her, I would say that it's it's more just to kind of give like a I guess like a point of reference where yeah. it's like for for kids reading it, they know Christmas time. They mm-hmm. they can kind of they can associate. They they know what it is, right? Because if you said like the kids went home for their winter, winter solstice, solstice holiday, the kids be like, um, what the fuck is that? Yeah, you know. No, I totally get it on like a uh, a literary sense. Like it makes yeah. it makes complete sense well, as maybe, to why she would want to do it, or like or like Hanukkah. But then again, like I think there was one Jew. Really, because, I think there was only because one. like in my mind, I'm like, there's no Jewish kids. Like there would be no. I mean, I'm I'm a Jewish, but like you're you're a Jewish. Yeah, I'm a Jewish. But, <laughs> but to be like, I just feel like there'd be no, uh, I don't know, there'd be no Jewish wizards. It just doesn't <laughs> it doesn't seem right. <laughs> but I feel yeah, like a- I feel like we wouldn't be able to get a handle on the whole flying thing. We'd have some we have some issues. <laughs> I don't know if that sounded uh, no, no, kind of racist. No, our mothers or, wouldn't let actually, us. That actually probably sounds like very self-hating. Yeah. But no, it's, our, it's our mothers wouldn't let us uh, fly. It's like oh, <laughs> it, it's too dangerous. Just hover, where, where, just hover near the ground. Where is this Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that, that could start a whole other thing. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, that was my one. One of the things that just popped in my head: Why would a group of people want to celebrate a holiday for people that have persecuted them? But I understand that for literary purposes. Well, in in this hypothetical adult version, they can change it to winter solstice. Yeah, yeah, and the Jews can come out too. The Jews can come out to play. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think about it too, like you were you were making like the the Nazi kind of um, yeah. comparison. And you could you could kind of make that comparison like Voldemort or even like someone like the Malfoys are like kind of represent like Nazis in in, in a way a little bit yeah like the Slytherin that whole Death Eater like whole thing mm-hmm. then everyone else is the Jews or Harry Potter's the Jew I don't know we hey, just we just blew your mind yeah we just blew your mind <laughs> Harry Potter secretly Jewish <laughs> I think actually Daniel Radcliffe is Jewish or at least he's like half Jewish oh. Yeah, so there's there's some truth to all this. Yeah, my the next thing Voldemort that, is Hitler. Voldemort is Hitler. The next thing that I I I was wondering, and this has always really bugged me, and it's in the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. So just a recap of what happens in Chamber of Secrets. It's the, the chamber is was something that was constructed by Salazar Slytherin, where he placed a basilisk inside. The reason, the purpose of which was to go and basically kill all the. Uh, non-pure bloods because right. like we were mentioning they're kind of racist yeah um so the chamber of secrets has been opened in this book and people are not necessarily dying mm-hmm. but they're getting petrified and they're basically freezing because instead of looking at the basilisk dead on which would have killed them they see the basilisk in a reflection of something so instead mm-hmm. of dying they kind of just pass out and don't wake up they're in a coma basically and it's established in, in the story that what they need is matured mandrakes to create like a potion or something that would wake them from this 
stomper, if you will. Yeah. So my question is, and they they have they establish that there are mandrakes on campus. Yeah. Which is one of the lessons that they go to where the kids with, pick. Yeah, the, with with Gilderoy yeah. Lockhart, and they scream. Yeah. The, um. Oh no, not that's not uh, Gil Gildhart Gildhart Lockhart. Gilderoy Lockhart. Yeah, he's not at that part yet. This was with um Ms., uh, Professor Sprout. You're right. Okay, I See, gotta mix. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of a different. Okay. No, but he's in. He's in that. Book. No, I know. Yeah. I know. No, no. You're but, right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. So you're they're right. with Professor Sprout. They're pulling the mandrakes out of the ground and they're screaming, whatever. So they need mature ones to wake the kids up who have been petrified. Okay, that's fine. We've established what needs to happen. There's no other place in the entire wizarding world where they can get mandrakes from. Mature mandrakes? Maybe this. Maybe Hogwarts doesn't have the budget. I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm playing devil's advocate. It wasn't the budget they had. They had you know for like it's it's already put in place a couple years beforehand. Clearly, <laughs> you know it's that, it's, they, it's like one of those things. It's locked in. Yeah, and they can't. That must be it. So maybe like maybe that was like something that they decided. Okay, this is something we need to you know spend money on. <laughs> And maybe down the road, you know. Maybe down maybe the road. Maybe some new construction. We'll see. Yeah. Because uh, I was, it would always just bug me. It was like, clearly Snape, as Potions Master, must restock somehow. There yeah. must be some sort of store he goes well, that, to. That's actually, that that is like a good question. Why Why could they not, or like contact another school? You don't have to necessarily tell them why. If you're if you're afraid that the, the PR is going to be terrible, oh, we got to wake up some kids. We just, oh, we want to show our kids something. Where can we get some... Uh, mature mandrakes we're gonna call up another school or uh the herbologist i don't know somewhere else yeah yeah i mean no that that actually is a good question but again it could come down to budgeting is maybe it, was the, it the budgeting jk maybe was it was budgeting? One, maybe one of the other schools maybe hogwarts i mean is hogwarts like the top of the line like is that what we're supposed to believe i think so it was maybe, pretty nice yeah well i mean yeah it looks nice <laughs> i mean if maybe all the schools are like beautiful yeah. castles but um i don't know so th- if if that was the case, though, if they were the top of the line, then they wouldn't be able to like go to the other schools and be like, oh, they don't have jack shit. Yeah. Like, we we have all the resources here. So or, or I didn't even think of this until right now, but like maybe you could just find out where that is, like where find out where mature mandrakes are, mm-hmm. go to that area, and you could just steal them. Yeah. You have to save kids. Yeah. You can yeah. Accio it. You now know where it is. Accio Mandrakes. I mean, but like, if you think about it in general, like a lot of stuff happens in those books that it's it's not a safe place at all. <laughs> no. There's nothing safe about Hogwarts. Like, Definitely not. Not so, while Harry's there. No, I mean, not while anyone's there. Like, things can just happen all the time. Like, like don't, like, don't go into these woods because, you know, there, a tree might kill you there. You know, yeah. it's like you don't have. Don't mind the giant spiders. Yeah, I mean, like when I was in high school, there was a it was a bear that showed up on on the school campus. Really? Yeah, actually, I wasn't there. It was it was after I'd already graduated. But the bear showed up, and they kept all the kids inside, and the bear was just looking for some food, and then he went away, and that was like crazy. That was like yeah. the kids are not safe. This this whole school, I mean, there's like trolls who come in and and just be like, you know, go back to your rooms and, you know, hope for the best kids. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) So they got, they got some budget concerns at Hogwarts. There's there's budgetary concerns. Do you have any more questions? I I got plenty. So jumping forward to the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. So in that one, there, Harry is having difficulty contacting Sirius. Um, You have Professor Umbridge, who's kind of taking over the school, and she's blocking any sorts of communication. Yeah. That being letters through owls. That being fireplaces. 
that being oh, whatever whatever you want they they're having trouble communicating to Sirius but before before Harry goes back to school Sirius gives him a gift yeah and he says use this whenever you need it he doesn't tell him what the gift is but what the gift is it's a two-way mirror oh yeah yeah it's the mirror where you can you can like see the other person if as long as they're staring at it yeah when Sirius knew that like they're having trouble why didn't he tell Harry when he was in the fire like hey why don't you use that mirror that way we can communicate there's no other way that like somebody can infiltrate the mirror and maybe the the mirror doesn't necessarily provide allow for uh, audio but you can write a letter you can write a note and shine that into the mirror and you guys can talk back and forth that way okay but i'm just thinking what like Whoa. i don't know why Sirius didn't just tell harry all that yeah well, that could have solved a lot of problems well, playing devil's advocate, <laughs> if I'm if I'm in if I'm in uh, just judging by the way Sirius operates, it's like he wanted him to do everything for himself, so he didn't want to have that kind of that kind of influence. Like you got to figure this shit out for yourself. Well, then he's a terrible godfather. I mean, he's he's not good. <laughs> he's not great at it. He's kind of he is a little inconsistent. Kinda. Well, he doesn't like he doesn't know about him until. <laughs> <laughs> years, years. It's well, like, granted, he was also locked up in Azkaban. Yeah, but no one, no one mentioned this guy. Yeah, no one. Like, you feel like he might come up in conversation, and then he thinks he's like he's bad at first. Like, they yeah. think he's evil for like a long time. So yeah, I mean, but this is this is after that. We already know he's good in Order no, of the Phoenix. We, we know he's good, but even so, like you see, his his character's kind of like you know he's he's there he's there for Harry all the time, but. You know, he has his moments where he's just... Dropping the ball, man. Dropping the ball, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it, it seems kind of consistent where he'd want him... There is, like, a little bit of consistency where he'd want him to kind of figure things out for himself, where, where his, his duty is to kind of let... He knows what Harry has to go through and that he's got to be super independent. Fair so enough. Maybe JK has a different explanation. Yeah. Or maybe she might be like, gee, I never thought about it. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Not going back and rewriting it now. Nope. Um, and then this, the the rest of these are kind of more related just to the uh, the wizarding world overall. So, first one. So for Muggleborn wizards, what is it like for the parents or the family when the child goes off to Hogwarts? Presumably, they both the parents and the child have other Muggle friends, Muggle family, aunts, uncles, cousins, etc. Are none of them to question where the child has gone? Uh, I guess you could say they've gone to a private school, but are you going to lie to the, their friends and relatives forever? And then what about the ch- when the child grows up? Do they throw away their entire muggle life, living in the wizarding world only to experience brief moments in, in the muggle world with their parents? Or does the rest of the family get to know? Uh, it just seems like a good way for the truth about wizards to get out. Um, and hmm. to prevent that, do they use like spells that make people not ask questions? Or are they like more sinister about it by like casting spells that make people forget that the child even ever existed? Well, they, well, like looking at, I guess, the Dursleys, they, I mean, like, I mean, that that's really our only example of like family. Were they right? But you would uh, have to imagine that, like, well, with Harry's, I guess Harry's mother, her her sister being a Dursley. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, that would, I guess, what would happen in situations like that, where so, there's clearly Muggles that know that they exist. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think they're kind of. I think they're so terrified 
of mm. like that world because they know all the power they have. They're afraid of like saying anything. That's kind of like a shitty way to live, though. Like if you you spend your whole life with your brother or your sister, and then one of you goes off and lives your your the rest of your life in the wizarding world. Oh, I'd be super depressed if like I had if my sister was like, oh, like she's going off. You get to stay here. I feel like I'd be super upset. Yeah. I feel like maybe there was a lot of yeah. There's probably a lot of sad kids mm-hmm. in this. And the other thing is sad so muggles. They they go to Hogwarts when they're like eleven or twelve. Presumably, they would have made friends during pri- pre- uh, previous to that. Not all their friends are becoming wizards. Yeah. What happens to the friends that they they made during that time? It's been a great run. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's been a great run, but you you can't make things levitate. So or just be like, hey, I'm moving. And um, <laughs> well, it's also pre pre cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what the uh, what kind of like the wizarding world would be like in like a Facebook cell phone world. Yeah, yeah, they're on Facebook. <laughs> and I don't think Facebook exists in this in this world. No. But that is a good point. I mean, that's something that's just kind of it's like one of those things that's just kind of accept it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like not one of those questions. Yeah, I just have a... it could go on. It could go on to so many like so many different levels. Yeah. of that. I just have a, a few more. Um, the government. The government. Yeah. Well, they. they oh, do the address, government does get. Yeah. The, 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 right, the, 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 the prime, prime minister. minister. Yeah, isn't that in the sixth one? Or the I think one? so. I think the sixth one. Where isn't he like pissed? Like, oh god, that yeah. thing. Because they just like don't. They like don't want to deal with that. Right. One. Like, Stay away from us. Pretty much. It's like oh god. Um. So I, that was really funny. Actually, I remember like laughing about that whole. I thing. that was a, I, I like that. That was an enjoyable uh, mm-hmm. chap few chapters. Mm-hmm. So in in Harry Potter, are the owls magical? And by that I mean we know that we know people have used pigeons and other birds as means of communication uh, in yeah. the Muggle world. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, those are, however, just like uh, kind of like a binary communication. They go from point A to point B, but that's about it. They can't go to other places. So it wouldn't be a far stretch to imagine owls being able to do this. However, in like the Harry Potter world, you can just say, bring this letter to so-and-so. Yeah. And they can take it to whoever they, you want. So my question is, are the owls in Harry Potter magical? Or are there like are there different types of owls? Some owls are magical. Some owls, owls are not magical. Maybe are like- all owls magical, but... Muggles aren't able to to use them in that magical way. Only w- wizards are able to use them. I like to, I, mean? I like to think that they're all magical. All magical, just because just like that's just a really cool thing. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I just owls are just cool animals. So I would <laughs> I would say yes to that. I would say they're all magical and that they're kind of hiding that from Muggles. All uh, right, they they're there for the wizards and witches. I, I dig it. Yeah, I can dig it. Why not? And same uh-huh. with cats. <laughs> for some reason yeah yeah it's true but dog i guess dogs too right is there, i don't is, remember any no actually magical no dog. dogs only only sirius was the dog so yeah sirius's dog i remember um hermione's cat was pretty smart yeah i don't know if that was Crook, magic crookshanks. crookshanks yeah I, I don't i don't know i think it's kind of, that's actually interesting that those the magical animals yeah well because like people have weird things about cats too they they like have weird kind of relationship with cats so yeah so the the next question and it's kind of like it, it can be associated to two things so one is 
How is the wizarding world supposed to get by on a fifth to sixth grade reading level? So as we established, children enter Hogwarts at the age of 11 or 12. That's around fifth and sixth grade. Yeah. Uh, children take classes such as charms, herbology, potions, transfiguration, but no mention of any English class or literature class. How are the Hogwarts students to progress in their reading abilities? We know Hogwarts has an extensive library. We know students must turn to page 394 and write long essays about werewolves for Professor Snape. Yeah. These papers must read like shit because the kids were never taught how to write a proper essay and they have a grammar and vocabulary equivalent of Donald Trump. (laughs) And then copy and paste that whole thing for math skills as well. Yeah. Well, well, they could be side courses that we don't know about. (laughs) Or... Well, I actually, funny enough, I think I saw on, it was either Pottermore or like the the Wikipedia, Wikipedia page of um, like Harry Potter. You could see like people's schedules for each year. Oh, yeah. And I never saw any English or math. Okay. Well. But I could be wrong. Maybe they learn spells to just kind of <laughs> they just pop that information. Pop it in there. Yeah. And maybe, then, or maybe they have, yeah, they like go through some I mean, stuff to... to... The spell Most stuff the would, would accomplish what my second part to this, which Cause was... Because they, they do read. Right. Well, the spells would actually help with the second part, which was the that the, that question really only applied to the Muggleborn children, who would have attended Muggle schools where they do teach yeah. English and math. Also, so what, what do the, the, the regular wizard children do during the periods from when they're born till they're like 11 or 12 going into Hogwarts? John. I mean, what are they learning? What's their education? They go to daycare. What's their early education system like? I don't know, but you know, I'm thinking like, what do they need math for? They don't need math. Well, for potions, they would. Why? They would need to know like how to do proper. I it, you know, just want I it. (laughs) Well, not if you want to have a good potion. They need to know like proper calculations and. and Well, maybe that's like, but that could be part of like the class. Part of the class. It's like it's like. Listen, we're gonna gonna, we're gonna show you potions, but also you need to know how much potion. So (laughs) (laughs) so we'll so we'll do we'll do building blocks one step at a time. Maybe. Um, and yeah, when they're kids, I guess maybe, yeah, they're just like other kids or just hanging out at home. And, I mean, when you're a kid, like there's a lot of stuff you don't understand. So maybe they don't have not fully grasped, maybe not until like seven or eight. They're like, oh, like I can do stuff. And, <laughs> well, uh, it's because their education system is crap. Yeah. Well, maybe they're home- Damn it, buzzards. Maybe they're homeschooled. I mean, who knows? Maybe. You know, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of plot holes. <laughs> lot, well, not necessarily plot holes, but just like gray areas. Of gray the areas in the in the wizarding world. Yeah, because you don't know, or maybe the parents just like put a spell on them and just be like, like stay, smart, smart, stay put. <laughs> I gotta go to work. <laughs> Food there. <laughs> and then, so, <laughs> all right. Well, my last question is mainly just like a curiosity one, which was um, so it's been established that there's American wizards as well. Clearly, because they, they're making the movie. Can I just say, I really like playing devil's advocate in yeah. these questions. This is fun. I dig it. Yeah, let's, let's keep going. Uh, so there's American wizards. There's there's other wizards from other schools, from other countries. We know there's American wizards. What were they doing during the whole Voldemort thing? Did they did this have any effect on them, the whole Voldemort stuff? Did they even know what was going on? If they did, were they helping at all? Or did they not care? Were they just chilling back, like in World War II, just waiting to come up? I was going to say, like, let's yeah, equate it to Nazi Germany. Yeah, they're eventually going to, they would have eventually stepped in to save the day. 
Yeah. But, but Harry Potter saved the day with his, his mighty they had, powers. They had an isolationist policy yeah. until they they got hit with something. Mm. You know? Maybe that's... And maybe they just never bothered with them. Who knows? It's like they just didn't want to get involved. I understand that. It's a good it's a good foreign policy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's... Those are, those are my questions. Um, completely just for fun and for love of the these books so if this somehow gets to jk rowling again thank you you don't have to answer these questions but i would be eternally grateful if you did why don't we take some of these and condense them into into like we could try 140 character things and just see see what happens the worst thing that could happen is she doesn't respond yeah so which it's a good chance of that but <laughs> well you never know she might yeah um i think they're they're valid questions and as long as you're not actually going on and insulting her i feel like no yeah this is she's not going to take anything as insults yeah this just, is all like just completely i mean she might have good explanations for it or maybe stories be, yeah who knows but yeah those are all valid now this actually makes me want to go and reread all the books are, are you gonna end up getting the the cursed child I don't know. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I should probably read it. Um, maybe I'll listen to it. I've been really into audiobooks. Okay. Audible, so maybe I'll listen to it. I'll listen to Stephen Fry. Maybe Stephen Fry. Yeah, that'd be fun. And <laughs> I'll, I'll look out for that, too. But yeah, I, th- I think I'm definitely going to get in. Keep reading, because it's just wonderful. And I, yeah. a void was left when I finished the last book. Well, I, I own all of them in hard copy. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, because it's like it, it's important. I, I feel like I want to keep them because it's one of those things that you know I don't keep many things or I try not to. I try not mm-hmm. to hoard, but like that's something like I feel like I could pass down to like my nephew. You know, my yeah. nephew eventually would read it. Be really disappointed though if like he he picks it up and he's like, "This is bullshit," and like, <laughs> and, like hates it. And there's like a better thing that comes along. Oh no! Like, and it's like this this stuff's outdated. Which, I don't know. I, I can't imagine this being outdated. It's just who doesn't like the the Wizarding World? Of there, Harry there was like always like one one like angry kid who was like, I don't like it, and you never <laughs> hung out with him or her because um, that was weird. Well, who wants that type of negativity in there? Yeah, life? yeah, especially when you're young. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it it definitely now makes me want to go back and like reread, rewatch, and like and see more things that maybe I missed the first time yeah. around, or you know, and really they're just fun movies, and they're and they're like. I know it sounds really cheesy when you when you're watching the movies or you're reading the books that it's fun for the whole family. It is. Yeah. It really is. They're like very family friendly, and I especially with the movies. I remember like watching them with my cousins and stuff. It's like it's just like a fun thing to do. Uh, and um, and also don't be you know one thing that that also bugs me. I will say is that people have this 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 like shame in saying that they like Harry Potter or that because it's a kids book and it's like not yeah it's like come on just be honest with yourself okay who gives a shit you know i i always liked the books yeah and i've heard people i had college professors say that they were like that they were terrible and stuff and and it was always people and it was always people that i just didn't like or like just don't have souls so you know (laughs) just like what you like yeah all right don't don't worry about anyone else. And I think uh, starting to get noisy and starting to get hot, so maybe we should, we should yeah. wrap this guy up. We'll, we'll wrap it up. Um, yeah, let us know what your favorite Harry Potter books were. What, yeah, well, if you have any questions, send us those. Send, yeah. it, send it to JK. Send it to JK. Find us. Poncho section on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Right? Um, cool. Anywhere else you can find us? Well, you're probably listening to us on SoundCloud, so. But yeah, there. yeah. I mean, I'm saying, like, we'll, we'll, we'll put, we can put links, too. We'll yeah, put we'll links. Put links. Um, yeah, so like us on Facebook. Give us a thumbs up. Woot! 
All right. All right. Have a great rest of your day or night. Yeah, and happy almost birthday to Harry Potter. Yes. Peace.